Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Test. Test. Mike is dusty. Welcome to the Rosecast. Dust this old thing off. After all these years, still the number one Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. And that's because of the listeners, AB, you listening. Thanks for sticking with us during a long, cold off-season. AB, how's it going? How was your off-season? It was excellent, Rim. Yeah? Why is that? I had a kid. Kid number three. That's a lot. That's a lot of kids. Uh, Took some time off, you know, just recharge the batteries, Rim. Yeah. What you don't realize and what people don't realize, (laughs) bachelor season (laughs) goes from like January to, I don't know, August? September, yeah. (laughs) Something like that. So it's like eight months of, of nonstop bachelor, bachelor in paradise. It. It got to me at the end of that last season. Always I does. Couldn't, I couldn't have done another season back to back after that, like we've done in the past. We've watched old seasons. Yeah. Took a couple months off, uh, paternity leave. Feeling great, Rim. I'm ready to go. I'm energized. It was all. There was also that Mike stuff going on, so we were a little upset about Mike. I was. I was just. Bummed I needed out. to take a walk. I, I needed was to walk around the block. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> bummed out. Now I'm feeling good. I cannot remember a time I felt so excited about a Bachelor Ooh, season. I like to hear that. I like mm-hmm. to hear that. I I will say that it felt on Sunday like. I was a teacher and it was the last day of summer break. And I was like, I'm going to have a self-care day and like go to a movie and just get ready for the chaos. And it's chaos already, Alex. Three hour episode. We're going to recap the whole thing. Recap. I don't know. I said recap. Sounded like something you would say. But stay tuned for the end because we have an ungodly amount of logistical stuff, announcements, etc. FYI, for new listeners, we're spoiler free. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't know who you're mad at already, AB, but <laughs> come on. But we are spoiled. Nobody free. spoiled me, but I acted like I was spoiled. <laughs> you're pissed. You're pissed already. Um, anyone who sends us spoilers or tags us in anything that could be considered a spoiler, uh, we'll put a spell on you, the likes of which you'll never seen. Okay, Alex, you ready to go? I'm ready. Opener. They show us the moments leading up to the final roaster. They show us almost the end of the movie. 
You know mm-hmm. how some movies do that? For example, yeah. Little Women, which is in theaters now, implying that something happens, something goes wrong at the end of this. That's the carrot. Yeah, you know, I don't you watch that, Rim. I don't watch that. You didn't that. watch it. Well, no. spoiler alert. Why would I watch that? Well, because you had no choice. It started yeah. right at 7 p.m. No, it was I on can, the screen. As soon as I see one of those montages going on, I, I look down at my phone. I'm not watching that. I don't want to get spoiled. I don't want to see, you know, are they all white women at the end? Uh, yeah. You can tell that type of stuff. Yep. Hair color. Hair also. color. Who's that crying race, late Alex. in the season? Yep. I'm just giving examples here. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to any of that. I don't want to talk about that. This was separate from the trailer. I don't want to talk about the preview tra- trailer because it's loaded with spoilers, but there is one part I will reference later on. A little bit of a stay woke. Okay. The real intro with Peter, as we know in this franchise, leads are defined by one of two things. Either as their occupations, uh, either their occupations or their most notable sexual feat or non-feat in some <laughs> cases. Those are it. Those are the two things that the lead is defined by. That's how I want it, too, to be clear. <laughs> Boil it down for me. What's, <laughs> the, me. what's the one thing I should know about you? With Peter, we have two. It's both. It's He's a pilot. Yeah. And uh, the windmill thing. Uh, Top Gun Pete as the sun sets, AB. It's a glorious intro. Have you seen Top Gun? Gun? No, I wrote Top Gun in my notes. I wrote, I haven't seen Top Gun, but this feels like Top Gun. AB, I'm ashamed, deeply ashamed to say I also have never seen Top Gun. (laughs) And that is a movie that could not be more up my alley. I did have Desert Storm for Super Nintendo when I was a kid. (laughs) I feel like that's a similar experience. Um, Listen, dudes dancing, playing volleyball, flying jets, Kenny Loggins songs, <laughs> Kenny Loggins songs. I know all about Top Gun. I just never sat down and watched sure. it. It couldn't be more up my alley. I'm going to well, watch it this seemed, week. This seemed like a scene from Top Gun. Maybe someone can hit up our mailbag and let us know if this is. It is. We don't need a mailbag submission for someone to tell us that it was supposed to be like Top Gun. He's wearing okay. a leather jacket and aviators and he's looking cool and they're playing like 80s music as a Top Gun type montage. Okay. Uh, we're reminded of how it was when Peter was with Hannah, and it was good. People forget. It was really good. good. At the house, mom and pops, thrilled that their son is the bachelor. We don't often see parents this early and this enthusiastic. There is no reservation with these two, no concern for his very recently broken heart. This is probably <laughs> days after after the final rose. <laughs> My impression of these two is that they love being on The Bachelor already. What's your take on this, AP? That's that's true. I think they just support Peter in all his endeavors in life, Rim. Ooh. Okay. The parent the parent spin zone. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that feeling. I just think they're loving parents and they love everything about Peter. Uh, okay. Wow, wholesome. Yeah. Corny. That's as a that's as an A B take as it gets. Um, what do you make of Peter walking around with his pilot uniform on in the airport when he's definitely not flying anywhere? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> where, where would he be flying to? If you have a pilot uniform, you should use it as much as possible. That's my take on the matter. I have to say, I liked him taking selfies with people that recognize him. I likable guy. Yeah. It was pretty obvious to me that he wasn't flying. He just they they drove him to the airport so he could walk around with a pilot uniform <laughs> and a bag on. A bag. Hop in, bring your suit. <laughs> That's what they yeah. said when they pulled up he's to his not, house. He's not going anywhere. Hometown intros. Alexa, twenty-seven, Chicago. She's a caregiver. 
So naturally, the first thing they well, show us is her waxing a vagine in Corinne's eyes. What did you think of Alexa A.B.? You said caregiver. That's one of the biggest stretches I've ever heard from someone. She said caregiver. Separate. They're separate, A.B. That's her no. main job. This is her side gig. Waxing no, it's not. is the no, side it's gig. Not. No, it's not. She's saying she's a caregiver because she's giving care to people. Her job, that's, oh. it's her own business. She doesn't have a business and then also is a caregiver. That's not a thing. She owns a waxing business and she considers herself a caregiver. That is a stretch. Huge I would stretch. say that waxing body hair, there's not a lot of overlap with that and caregiver. <laughs> no. What I consider to be a caregiver. I'm, I took it as separate gig. No, but she, it's a waxing business, she, she noted. Waxing is like love, A.B., and you have to bear it all. Now, Peter doesn't, in my opinion, seem like he has much to wax, so I don't know how they'll... <laughs> it just seems like a, you know, not a lot of stubble in places that it doesn't belong, in my sure. opinion. Anything else on Alexa? Nope. Hannah Ann, 23, Knoxville. Model, started young, 16. Uh, big family gal. Give a toast to Peter, who none of them know or have ever met. Dad seems to like Peter. Hannah Ann, I put that she is someone to watch out for, Rim. I could tell that right away. Listen, she's a beaut, and there's no... Those people jump out on night one. That's a fact. Yeah. Tammy, Syracuse, 24 years old. She's a house flipper slash real estate agent. Uh, they're giving a lot of pub to the small business. They're, they're naming names when it comes to the small business. Tammy K. Lee, straight up. Find her if you're looking for a house in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> She's a weightlifter, a wrestler, all around tough gal, A.B. No two ways about it. She's got a little something to her. What did you make of Tammy? She'd beat the brakes off me, Rim. Yeah, no question. I have that written down, too. I just wanted to be respectful. She'd <laughs> kill you. <laughs> that's, that's clear. Uh, he, she she mentions, if he's not my person, I don't know who is. That seems a Put little... all your eggs in that yeah, basket. too much into Pete <laughs> for a 20... What age was she? Let me scroll up. 24? 24. Okay. I like Tammy. I knew that right away, and as the episode went on, that was confirmed. Me too. Like her attitude. Me too. Victoria P. Alexandria, Louisiana, 27-year-old nurse. Big time backstory. Wow. You want to talk about bachelorette backstories, Rim? Ooh. I don't want to jump ahead of myself by I saying I something in the first early, 10 yeah. minutes of the season on who's going to be the bachelorette, but this storyline she's got here, it's, it's good. something. I would put her number two on my potential bachelorette power rankings yeah. right now i really would <laughs> i <laughs> agree i agree. thought about this i, I would agree. yeah uh here's the backstory for those who didn't watch father passed away when she was two years old wow her mother fell into addiction uh an all too common story these days so she basically raised her sister and now her mother is sober great family scene good vibes positivity victoria p she cried at the end and i liked it because it was overwhelming and sincere and she's excited to find someone for herself she said there were times her sister and her didn't know where they were gonna get their next meal rim okay hunger not good no kelly with an extra e 27 chicago a lot of chicago people rim i noticed that right off the jump that seems to be the What's new going on city. Here? It was Dallas a couple years ago. Yeah. It's um, really just Dallas. Chicago, it's tough to find ways to make the river look different when they do the B-roll. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much the same <laughs> shots over and over again. Um, she works with her whole family, her brothers and dad. 
she met Peter in California for one of her best friend's wed- weddings. She saw Peter in the lobby, which was basically her ticket onto the show. Anything on Kelly with a knee at this point? No, I got more on her later. Don't we all? Yeah. I got a lot more on her. I do too. She <laughs> I got a very did a strong opinion on Kelly. Let me put it she that way. She did a 180 this episode, a couple 180s. I compare I compare her in my notes, stay tuned, to one of my least favorite people on this show's history, oh. okay? Stay tuned to find out who that is. Wow, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Madison. 23, Auburn, Alabama, straight hooper, AB. Wow. Not one, not two, not three, not <laughs> four. Well, four state titles for your ass, AB. Four titles for your ass. Have you ever seen a contestant more up our alley? Um, Yeah, probably, but, yeah. you know, you know, I see what you're saying. Uh, her dad is somehow involved with the basketball program at Auburn. He's not Bruce Pearl, so it doesn't really matter. He's an irrelevant character as far as I'm concerned. I was lost on that because she said he was her coach but then yeah. they were at auburn for i don't know what did she go well, to auburn yes yeah, she went to auburn did she hoop at auburn i don't think so mm. okay. i didn't look that far into it um given what we know about auburn her dad was probably the aau coach of some four-star recruit so they gave <laughs> him a job and funneled payments through him this is all allegedly <laughs> Okay. Just know, Allegedly. Know about that, I can't believe Bruce Pearl is still the coach of that program. If you want to get me going, it's really astonishing. Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Okay. Maddie, um, she's got, listen, she she got some spunk she to can her. Hoop. She can I'll, hoop. That's listen, what it comes down to. Jump shot was good. I was looking very closely at the skills. The dribbles were there. The handles were there. Left oh, and she right. She the tiger in the left dust. and right with it. And yeah. her jump shot. Can she looks, go left? Mm. Don't be ridiculous. Left Did and she right rimmed. She was doing like the spider dribble that only real dribblers I can, can do actually yep. do. <laughs> like, I, and it wouldn't be that fast. I'll, I can do it, but it's not going to be that fast. That's why I yep. know she can go with both hands. Her jump shot looks pure. Okay. Oh, she drained it. She did like Gilbert Arenas, That's except first it take. went in. That's first yeah. take. I can already tell. That's Shh. first take. Uh, what's up? If you hoop. You're on our radar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're That's one of our favorites. She's one of my favorites. Marissa. Remember that sweet guy who hooped on last season? Or maybe it was the season four. That guy was Hooper. Anyway, Marissa, 23, Atlanta. He was on the fucking Globetrotters. Anyway, yeah, Marissa, <laughs> 23, Atlanta, actual patient care coordinator. Okay. She was Miss Montana teen, Miss Teen Montana USA. What I've learned from this show, if there's one thing I've learned, is that being involved in pageantry is probably the worst thing you can do for your mental health, and you should get out as quickly as possible. That's all I know. Every former pageant contestant where that's a storyline is like, had to get out of that shit, boy. They got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's some of the worst competition you can come across when you're younger is pageant life. It just it seems miserable. For everyone involved. Unfortunately for her, The Bachelor is the adult version of that. It's the same thing. But she seems like she's ready for it this time around. Don't read the comments. That's just general rule of thumb if you're on these shows. Okay. Anything else on the hometown backstories? No. Good good group of girls, it seems. Good group. Good group. I'm rusty, so I feel like we're going really slow. So let's move to the limo entrances, if you please. Peter and Chris Harrison talk um, just for posterity. Peter is over the Hannah heartbreak. Okay, it's done okay. for the record. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I hear you. Aliyah, Alia, 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 Rim. 
I got it. I wrote it out phonetically okay. here. Yep. Alea, like Leia Star Wars. Uh, Leia, yep. She's 24 years old from Austin, Texas, orthodontist assistant. She had the grandma write Peter a letter. What'd you make of that? Alea, Alea's entrance. Alea's entrance got me thinking, Rem. What, what do you think are the keys to a successful entrance? Well, of course, it depends on the lead. I think raunch pays off. For I some. disagree. I don't know. Depends I got, on if the lead's a horn dog or not. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> that's fair. I think there's three things you're looking for. Okay. I can't got wait for this. Listed here. Yep. You need something that stands out. Okay. You need something that isn't boring, but is also not over the top. Okay. It can't yeah. be too much. But then you also need it to be something where they need to come up and talk to you later that night. They need to. And has to be some mystery involved. Alea had all three. Okay. She it was a it was a note from grandma. She knows Peter's a a family guy. He's going to remember that it lucked out that the grandmas had the same name, too, which made it even better for her. Rose, I believe. Rose. Yep. It's a note that she's, and then she said, I haven't even looked at this, which makes him come later to read it together. Just brilliant move. So I think piggybacking on that, the fourth thing is there needs to be an exchange of physical goods. I agree. Not an exchange because that that implies both. But you have to to give the person something to keep for later. Yeah. If you give them something to put in their pocket, number one. You can always tell when something's in your pocket. So you're thinking about them throughout <laughs> yeah. the night. Like, yeah. oh, what's the, this is a big envelope in my pocket here. I can remember who that is. Good call. Uh, the, Peter gave Hannah wings. Cassie gave Colton, Colton. Yeah. Butterflies. butterflies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great move. Next up, Sydney, 24, Birmingham, Alabama, retail marketing manager. Not every girl from Bama makes bad decisions. I thought that was funny. Anything else on Sydney? Nope. Little shot at Hannah. Can appreciate it. But it was like a ha-ha. Yeah, you know funny. I mean? like it Hannah wasn't, would laugh it at wasn't that. Mean, yeah. yeah. Hannah Ann, 23, the model from Knoxville. Um, she is excited Peter is the bachelor. Anything on that? <laughs> Nothing to her entrance, but I tell you what, Peter liked what he saw. Yes. Sarah, 24. I have here from Knoxville. That can't be right. Uh, it is. Medical re- really? Yeah, that's the thing. Chicago and Knoxville, those are the two big, and then wow. just Texas in general Yes, uh, were, were the three big places that I noted. Medical radiographer is Sarah. Uh, terrific black dress. That's what I have. Nothing stood out. No. Personality-wise. Kind, of, uh, kind of a stretch of not great yeah. entrances. Nothing well, spectacular. Lauren had a show-stopping, except for that black suit. lace jumpsuit. <laughs> the suit that was, was a show You want to talk about something? Uh, it was an absolute breathtaking power suit. Power. She, when you're wearing that, you're strolling up like with certainty that no one else is gonna be looking like you that night. None. It almost, it almost, you almost wonder if she whipped it out too early. Oh. Like, it's only going down in terms of dress for the rest of the season. Like, or you could just wear it the whole season. Just always be rocking that jumpsuit. As a non-white, you have to. It's like. You got to stand out. Yeah. You have to make sure you can. It's like not doing your best dunk on the round one and you don't make it to round two in the dunk contest. You have to. That's fair. I mean, 
Vince Carter. I'm with you. Victoria Pete, 27, from Alexandra, Louisiana. Um, she almost cried when she got out of the limo, and for a moment I thought they knew each other. Anything on Victoria P? Uh, she does the happy dance. That's the. This is the girl that we said could be the next Bachelorette, by the way. Uh, they do a happy <laughs> dance to get the scaries away, I think she said. Uh, yeah. Peter plays along. Plays along. He's a bad plays dancer, along. so yep. I don't know. Dorky, but that probably works for old Pete. Yeah. McKenna, 22, Langley, British Columbia, Canada, fashion blogger. Nothing really on her. Nope. Marissa, 23, Atlanta, patient care coordinator. Pinky Promise, followed by a dance like no one's watching. I liked her. I liked her, too. Unfortunately. Kelsey. (laughs) Kelsey, 28, from Des Moines, Iowa. Ancient. Des Moines. For this group. Um, Professional clothier, which is an awesome occupation name. I don't know what that means. If she's a tailor, if she owns a clothing business like uh, Raven. I bet you hire her... To clothe you for big events. Like a personal... Personal stylist type of yeah. thing, kind of. Uh, Clothier I don't know is how cool. That... Clothier makes me think like a really old... Like, my grandpa's grandpa owned this business when he came over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Clothier is like tradition. Sure. Go ahead. I, it, it's, it doesn't seem like something that would exist in Des Moines, Iowa. That seems like a L.A. type of thing to me. We will always put our full-throated support behind Iowans. Oh, yeah. She's a favorite. Until they annoy us and or participate in producer-related conspiracies, Derek. Okay. Uh, anything, <laughs> else on, anything else on Kelsey? Nope. People forget Derek's from Iowa. Yeah. Eunice, 23, Chicago, flight attendant. She is jacked that she's the only flight attendant. Okay. Oh, what a great in for the pilot. Um, anything on Eunice? Uh, no, just that she's, I only know one other Eunice in the world. I've never heard this name ever, except for her and my grandma. Okay. Yeah. There's only two Eunices I've ever it's heard a grandma of. name. Yeah. yeah. There are names that are grandma names. <laughs> Eunice, Eunice is, is a grandma name. Now, yeah. every couple generations, they boomerang back yeah, they into come style. Back, come back in. Eunice is not there yet. No, she's an early, (laughs) well, especially because she was born 23 years ago. She's an early Eunice. She's presumably named after an ancestor of some sort, I would imagine. Yeah. Eunice will come back. Not this, (laughs) not this Eunice, unfortunately. She's gone. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately for her, the next two women are also flight attendants. Jade, 26, and Megan, 26. Megan had the announcement like, Yeah, the radio. Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, I realize maybe Peter doesn't want to be reminded of work all the time. That's what I, I wrote. <laughs> I, uh, I think Peter has a cool job, so I'm sure it's a little different for him. But I don't think people in general want to be just reminded about their job at all times, especially in scenarios like this. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he can, get by, he can get by it because he knew this was going to happen. Sure. But, uh, the the people that came out with the with the uh, airplanes uh, puns and stuff like that, I it was a bad move. Madison twenty three, Auburn, Alabama, the foster parent recruiter, um, paper Our airplane girl. bit. Yeah, well, yeah, basketball player. Tammy twenty four, Syracuse, New York, house flipper, probably a tire flipper as well with that CrossFit stuff. You know how they get down. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Scans Peter's package with a metal yeah. detector. Heard there was a large package here. Okay. 
I'm not sure you understand the purpose of that tool, but it's not going to tell you the information you're looking for here. It doesn't tell you the size of anything. Yeah. Or if it goes off, if, if you're talking about his going penis on. being metal, then I guess it would it would beep. But yeah, that's not what case, we're talking about here. In which case, shut the production down and figure <laughs> out what's going on. Eh, you know, I like Tammy. Tammy is going to cross the line once in a while. Yeah. I have a feeling. I like that a little bit. You're pushing the boundaries. That's more fun than playing it safe. But that didn't hit for me. Agreed. Cheyenne, 27 from Las Vegas, administrative assistant. Assistant. I really like this line. She gave him the barf bag and said, I'm sure you're going to have, I'm sure you're going to be having a lot of nauseating conversations tonight. Nice. It's clever. It puts you above the fray yeah. while still being memorable and edgy <laughs> and exchange a physical good. That's a good intro. It's not a good physical good. I, don't get, don't no, say that. Like, he he's throwing away, that away yeah. right away. But yeah. So that's that's irrelevant. But yeah, I yeah. like the entrance. Courtney, 20, you're right. Courtney, 26, Venice, Florida, cosmetologist. Um, rolled up in a rickety kind of rolling airplane. It looked like the kind of... You know, you put a quarter in or a nickel probably in front of an old gas station like in, you know, like or no country for old men. Just in, and, well, this thing was rickety, A.B. This yeah. was like Depression era <laughs> yeah. rickety airplane. <laughs> Anything on Courtney that stood out? No, I kind of like the entrance. They had the people. I don't know what they're called, but they're where they guide you, guide the planes. What are those people called? Rim? I don't know, but you probably think their job is really easy. If you think the if, the, if you think the pilot has nothing to do, the people just go like this. Replace them with robots, AB says. <laughs> Kiara from Kennesaw. AB has a long-standing feud with I the have, airline yeah. industry, <laughs> air travel industry as a whole. <laughs> um, Kiara, twenty-three from Kennesaw, Georgia, is and is a nanny, and she came up in the bag. She was in a carry-on bag. That was cool. I th- I found that funny, impressive. Uh, and something he's going to remember. Well said. Yeah. Lexi, 26. Wait, one, coordinator. we had our first little caddy line from the ladies there in the middle. There. She it. goes, are, are you a pilot or are you baggage? Talking about the girl that came in the baggage. Well, it's you know, a fun little line. It's, it's strange to imply your baggage. I mean, that was overlooked, I think, by sure. Kiara. Lexi, 26, marketing coordinator from New York City. Um... This seemed to be a hit on social media, the classic car. Why? I don't. Classic cars car have cool. never. Well, we're not car guys. You want me no. to get into the classic cars? I'll go at the classic car and your street. We'll save that for that. I don't really get it. <laughs> That's what I'm they saying. They seem like worse cars. They're just worse, worse cars. cars don't <laughs> do it for steering. <laughs> they can't go very fast. Okay. They look cool, I suppose. Anyway, she, here's my problem. Yeah. She drove up slowly, very slowly, and then goes, I heard you like to go fast. <laughs> but she came very... If she tore up there and goes, and was like, what's up, Peter? You want to go fast? Then it would make sense. But this was... Well, she probably didn't know how to drive stick, Rim. You got to understand that. I feel like that's sexist, Alex. No, I um, don't either. <laughs> who knows how to... Do people... Does anybody, male or no. female know how to no. drive stick there's no reason to there's no reason <laughs> to anyone 30 Silly. or below what are you driving stick for the only reason to learn how to drive stick is for the same reason you learn how to do cpr if you need it in an emergency situation <laughs> it might be helpful if the robbers come and there's only a stick nearby and you got to get out of there <laughs> sure 
Deandra, 23 from Plano, Texas, a home care coordinator. She had the windmill on her back. She was obviously forced to do this specifically so the Bachelor Instagram account could get that photo. Anything on Deandra? She might have been forced, but did they say she had to say, are you ready for round five? Oh, yeah. I forgot did she about have that. to do that? I don't think so. Bad move. You didn't like that? No. What A lot of the puns, Peter didn't always get. He was like, what do you... Oh, like it took him a second oh, like to be like, the windmill. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 I got Round it. five, and, like, yeah, uh, I get you. Four, another the four one. times in the windmill plus one. I don't know, it seems strange, like that was a thing me and her had. I don't want to, like, <laughs> put you on top, add you to the mix there. Peyton, 23, from Wellesley, Massachusetts, business development rep. Um, speaking of that, AB, her introduction consisted of her just yelling four times <laughs> Yeah, repeatedly. this is a section of the limo entrances that I didn't like. All of them were talking about the windmill and him having sex four times uh, is too much. Jasmine, 25, Houston, Texas, client relations manager. She made references presumably to the four times in a different language, maybe Mandarin. At least you couldn't understand it. Kylie, I wouldn't. I'm just saying I wouldn't put it past the Bachelor producers to fake the captions. Mistranslated on purpose. Oh, put it oh okay. I see what yeah. you're saying there. Yeah. Kylie, 26, Santa Monica, California, entertainment sales associate. Um, unfurls a box of condoms, <laughs> AB, sex stuff. People forget. Anything on Kylie? We get it. Peter had a lot of sex in the, in the windmill, okay? We get it. You know, and it gets the effectiveness drops with every consecutive one kylie's probably like this is going to be great little does she know she's the fifth person in a row yeah and he's probably like all right enough a bunch of condoms rolling it down come on (laughs) (laughs) that's 20 condoms there katrina 28 chicago pro sports dancer you're gonna fall in this was the you're gonna fall in love with my hairless pussy pause cat cat Mm -hmm. um which I think is worst case scenario for how that line could go. <laughs> um, she has a hairless cat whose name is Jasmine. Okay. No telling how it became hairless, how recently it became hairless. Could have been yesterday, simply for, for the pun, for this joke. Okay. I wouldn't put it past her. AB, anything on Katrina? No, didn't like it. Well, no, you got your kids in the room, got to cover their ears. It's a no go, <laughs> Katrina. Victoria F, 25, Virginia Beach, medical sales rep. Easily the most obscene introduction I can remember, Alex. Unrepeatable. (laughs) (laughs) Even with the red E for explicit by the episode, this episode. Um, She pretended to be embarrassed by the joke. It was one of those deals where like, oh my God, can you believe I said that? Like how edgy. Stay woke, AB. I think this was the plan. What did you make of this? This joke. <laughs> are you going to say it the joke? It could have been okay. Delivered well. I didn't say the joke. I said, are you going to? No. I don't feel comfortable repeating it. It's too vulgar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> simply too vulgar. Let's just move on then. You're free You're free to say it. I would, no, I would just simply not repeat it. Um, she said, it's important to me. <laughs> it's really not that bad. She made it worse. By her reaction, made it worse. It's a bad entrance. It's a, a bad entrance. That's a memorable way to introduce There's yourself, I suppose. people watching you. Yeah. Clean it up. <laughs> Jenna, 22. It could have been a funny joke, but she delivered it in a way that was like, everyone Ugh. goes, oh, <laughs> oh, I, okay, you went there, honey. Jenna, 22, New Lenox, Illinois, nursing student. She gave Peter a big ass uh, cow. cow. She said it was her emotional support cow. What did you, 
What'd you make of that? Uh, did, I don't understand. Is she from a farm? What's what was the situation? I don't. I didn't understand what the purpose of this cow was, other than just an outlandish big ass cow being brought onto the scene. I did find it funny that some of the uh, some of the contestants didn't know it was a cow. One called it a pony. Which was strange That's to insane. me. That's, That's an insane yeah. statement. Um, <laughs> I think they were drinking more than they have been in recent... You think so? Night ones. Uh, either that or we got some lightweights here. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think this was supposed to be a joke. I think you were right. It's just outlandish. Yeah. Made no sense. Didn't hit. Savannah, 27, from Houston, real estate agent. She blindfolds Peter and kisses him. Whoa. Listen. Steamy. That shit works. That sh- what right? she did worked perfectly it was hot he was into it yeah i was into, I was into it. it yeah it was good <laughs> it was good it was very it was good. good stuff <laughs> she announced her presence and established dominance yeah he won't this forget the first this kiss. one he won't forget it no when he pulled his <laughs> blindfolds up and like wiped wow. his eyes his <laughs> hornball peter was <laughs> wow he was he said that's an unforgettable he said, moment that feels really right that's how he said that's what he said after wow. he pulled the blindfold off well, we've learned that he sometimes just says that kind of stuff, but I, I'm with you. Savannah, big time move. Yeah. Kelly, with extra E, 27, Chicago, the attorney. She met Peter in the hotel. Yeah. Air quotes. All right. What are you saying? Peter, uh, well. What are you getting at? How often do you meet strangers for two minutes and remember their name when they show up a month later? Just seems to me like they knew each other Ooh. a little more. Hmm. Not saying anything. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, she seemed a little different from the rest. This was my first impression. Not polished, not prepared. So different in a good way. Uh, disagree. Hard disagree. I got. You didn't like it. I'm going to give you the name of the person that she reminds me of. Rim. Already at this point. Yeah. Right here. I'll give it to you okay. right here. Because I, I want you thinking about it the rest of the episode when we talk about her. Okay. She gives me Annalisa vibes. Rim. And I'll tell you why. No, disagree. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Disagree. No. She's going to be annoyingly talking. Number one, she's very annoying. And she's going (laughs) to be talking about this one thing that isn't that big a deal for the rest of the time we know her. About how she met Peter in the the hotel lobby. She's going to be talking about that. And she's going to think everything about the season revolves around that. Which is something Annalise does. I'm a little bit sold. I'm a little bit. You got me a little bit. What you're saying makes sense. She reminds me a little bit of mostly just like voice and cheekbones wise of Chris and Cavallari's friend on Very Cavallari or maybe ex-friend. Stay tuned. New season (laughs) this week. (laughs) That's a juicy storyline. Love Very Cavallari. Anyway, uh, they do a little dance. Okay, so they're like, should we pick up where we left off? They're doing a dance. I mean, how much time did these two spend together if you're if they're dancing? And then inside, that was poor delivery by me. It, inside, she goes, I didn't know if I wanted to do the show. So I needed a sign. And then I met Peter randomly. A sign from God is what she a said. A sign from God. Peter yeah. randomly. I put in quotes. I roll emoji in the hotel. <laughs> Listen, they we found out later it was the ho- like the hotel in Peter's hometown. So... I'm starting to wonder, like, what are the odds? She's not from there. She's from Chicago. What are the odds that I just happened to go to a wedding 
of my best friend. What are you insinuating, in Peter's, Rim? In Peter's hometown. I don't believe the story. Any of it? I believe it happened. I don't think. I'm not sure she was at a wedding. That seems. Are you saying quite she, serendipitous? Are you saying she sought out Peter? Yes. Okay. She went yep. where she knew Peter would be. A little you situation. Stay tuned for season two. Another good never show. Never seen you. He's yeah, good. Never Rim. seen you. Yes. Yes. The Westlake Hotel. Westlake is not in Los Angeles. It's like around the mountains. Why would never she have a there, friend but- that has a random wedding in the Bachelor Town? It's the Bachelor's hometown. Yeah. The month before filming begins. At a time when it's clear that Peter's going to be the best. I mean, it sure added up pretty nicely. <laughs> Rim has sold me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it sure seemed like it all worked out pretty okay. well. Okay. Mm, that's all I'm saying. I don't doubt that they, I'm she sure. Le- she gets a leg up. She knows she's going on the show, and she gets a leg up on the competition by f- seeing him in the hotel. And you're saying there was no wedding. She went there. Just you took to it see a step him. further. I I thought maybe she saw him and then was then was like, I got to get on the show and here's what happened so I can get on the show now. You're saying that she was already in the casting process. Yes. Was a lock. Casting process is went, six yeah, months. Your conspiracy is even better, AB. Six, it, ca- casting process started before Peter was even The Bachelor. So she knew she was on this show a month ago. And also... This wasn't yeah. what tip. I'm 100% in on this. Yes. It's all fake. <laughs> yeah. This was all fake. Not by the producers, which is the usual fake stuff. Yeah. This was drawn up by her to get a leg up. It was a great move, too. It worked. It certainly worked. He likes her a lot. Um, and then he even said, like, I was really hoping she'd, she'd be here. Yeah. Like, well, you obviously talked about it. I mean, yeah, they listen, talked about it. A B. I, I presented a conspiracy. You said, I don't know. You said, I believe you, Rim, and then took it a step further. And that's the fact. What you said is the truth. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no conspiracy. That's just no, facts. No, that's a fact. Alexa, 27 from Chicago, esthetician. Um, this is a waxing girl. They changed her. They changed her. Oh, that's career. right. Mid episode. I don't know if you. Details. Yeah. They changed. They changed it from caregiver to. Yeah. Avonlea, 27 from Fort Worth, Texas. Cattle rancher. Anything on Avonlea? No, they don't. Alexa and Avonlea, they don't show anything of their. Same with Natasha, yeah. 31 from New York City. She's the oldest by far that I've seen. By Maybe far. You'll correct me here, but I don't even no. remember another 30 year old. I've got the spreadsheet. No, there's no 30 year old. There's no 29 year old. Oh. I don't think there's a 28 year old. Okay. A couple 27 year olds. And Peter's 28, I believe. So older than almost all of them. Hannah Brown, 25, Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I did, can I be honest? That wasn't on purpose. I just read it, and then as yeah. I was reading it, oh, yeah, I forgot. Hannah Brown, okay. Uh, she's a famous person from Los Angeles, <laughs> 25 years old. People forget Hannah's young also. I do forget um, that. What did you make of this? We knew it was going to happen. When Hannah walks out, it sends shock waves through the house. When you see, it's a superstar walking out of, at this point, yeah. we talk about tears. And we talked about, the, I think we were on Bachelor in Paradise, we talked about tears with Hannah and, what's his name, Dylan? Is that his name? Yeah. No. Dylan Hannah, and how yeah. Hannah, was, Hannah, a, and Dylan. Hannah G yeah. was a step, a tear up. Well, Hannah Brown is four tiers ahead of Hannah G. 
Okay, she's a legitimate. Wow, stock. who occupies the tiers between them? Nobody. <laughs> no I just one. you can't have their tiers touching yeah. because Hannah's no, so far can't. ahead of her. We're talking about a bona fide superstar here. She won Dancing with the Stars. She won Dancing You're with the Celebrity. Do you understand yeah. that? She won. Yeah, she won. I do. She's above. She's almost above the show at this point. Which was I was kind of confused why she was here so much. I have some takes on that later. Yeah, but I'm we'll with hit, you. We'll hit on that a little later. Uh, McKenna unleashed a blood curdling scream, <laughs> which I thought was the funniest thing I've seen on the show in a long time. I recorded it, posted it, and watched it 50 times throughout. The- I missed some segments because I was laughing at that scream. It was very funny. What else do you have on this? It's terrified. She was. Te- it, that was genuine fear that her dream- hopes and yeah. dreams were being pulled away from her by Hannah Brown, yeah. a superstar. <laughs> a superstar. Um, anyway, we'll talk more about Hannah later, but she brought back the wings Peter gave her on night one. Uh, it was really cute. Says you're going to be great. Yeah, Peter almost cries, AB. Yeah. And not in like a glad it's over, good closure, like uh, I'm not over if her. Peter walks in after that on tilt. Big time tilt yeah. for Peter, and he has to give his speech. And the man is teary-eyed. I don't know if you notice this, but if you're yeah. over someone, just the sight of them doesn't make you teary-eyed. AB, let's take a quick break. How about that? Okay. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm with you. I agree. It was obvious. I don't know why. Well, here's why they were okay with it, because the words that came out of his mouth reassured them that it was over his if you were looking in his eyes you look at him. you could see a man that is not ready for love yet i don't i'm not saying he no, can't get there no, but in no. this moment no. right now day one of bachelor peter is not over his ex okay nope nor should he be because this just no, occurred he shouldn't be and hannah's great so he of course he was in love with her granted it's not really fair I mean, they knew what they were doing, producers. It's not really fair to do that to the guy. I mean, you put him in a spot to get him so shook the moment before he's going to walk in and meet his future wife. Anything's fair for a bachelor lead. You know what you're signing up for, and it's twists and turns. Anyway, he re- I agree. He reassures the women inside that he's over Hannah. Okay. Um, and he's reassured that it can happen again. It couldn't be me. Like, if I'm sitting there and I see Peter walk in with tears in his eyes after Hannah's just showed up. 
I put my glass down and I walk out. <laughs> I put my glass down. Uh, where's my bag? I'm going to grab that and I'm going to leave. Give me a They Uber. liked it though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they did. The toast worked. It, everything's, we're off on the right we're good. foot. Yeah, everything's somehow. good. Um, I'll, Gosh dang it. Alea. Alea. With the note. Alea one on one time. They read the letter from the grandma, like you said. Like I said, worked perfectly. Have to do that. Yep. She had a great entrance. And what do you know? She gets the first one-on-one time with him. What did you think of... I mean, did we learn much about... The letter was kind of... I don't want to say boilerplate. A boilerplate grandma letter to a potential husband. But it's, we didn't learn much about her. It was like she you know, was outgoing. You I know g- what I mean? It wasn't... I'd go so far as to say... It wasn't written by the grandma. Okay. We okay. can't we can't kill people with these conspiracies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> grandma wrote it. Grandma Rose wrote it, Alex. Uh, you know, I I just can't in I just can't buy that a grandma would <laughs> write a letter to the bachelor. I can't. <laughs> it is weird. What, what grandma would even know what the hell you're going? What Grandma's watch the bachelor and listen to our show. Thanks for listening. Okay. Moving on, Marissa, one-on-one time, 23. Wait, 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 Rim. I want to touch on something in between, uh, before Marissa. They, sure, no, we got time. They cut to two <laughs> two people. I don't know who they are. Two of the contestants. God, they were funny, though. No, they weren't funny, Rim. That's what I wrote. They're they, funny. <laughs> it's two girls. That was funny. Duking it out to try it to be for the f- biscuit, A.B. <laughs> And then the other one says buttery flaky. No, it wasn't it was funny. funny. It wasn't it was funny. funny. The first one says Peter looks like a dime, dime 50 or something like that. That makes no Which sense. impossible. And then the no. other one, like you said, says you have to risk it. It's just two ladies ripping Listen, off fact, each other. You have to try <laughs> to be the funny girl in the house. And neither yeah, of them are hitting. Funny. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it right now. It's a funny thing. Okay. Well, you got to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> Ain't buttery flaky, baby. Buttery flaky. <laughs> it was like, what are they talking about? It was <laughs> funny. Ta- it was what is funny. a dime 50? It's an impossible. You can't be that. Dime is the maximum. The dime's the max. Yeah. You can't be the... Yeah. Moving on. Marissa, one-on-one time, 23. They created a handshake indicating that she's guaranteed to stay. That's just a little unwritten rule. You create a handshake... It's going to last for at least one night. Would you agree? Peter saved himself here because he w- she went for a high five. He went for like a awkward dap up. A dap? Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> and I've had that happen tons of times. That's the classic white person when they see yep. a black person. They don't know if they're going for a handshake or a dap up. Classic. That's what happened to Peter here. He saved yep. it by turning it into let's do a handshake. But no, that's not what this was. That's not what he was going for. So you're saying she went for a high five. She went for a high five. He went and for did like. Did he go like this? No, like he handshake? went for like a what's up like with your homie. You oh, know how yeah. you slap and then grab hands. What's what's that called nowadays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were kids, you just that's do what it. you that's do the in the thing. hallway. You just do if it. I saw yeah. Rim, I'd we'd slap, grab <laughs> hands, clasp yes, on course. the end. That's yeah. what he went for. Snap. Yeah. All right. <laughs> snap at the end. <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. Done a billion times. Don't even think about what it yeah. is. But he so he saved it. He saved it. Was initially a mess up and then he saved it. It was a mess up. Yeah. Do you think that impressed her? Or do you think she's like, shit, I got one of these guys? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I think he saved it with the with the uh, handshake. Let's move on to um, Madison had some driveway time. One of the girls had a windmill golf setup. I don't know her name. I'm a big holy moly guy. I felt like the golf hole could have been a little <laughs> more challenging. 
you just putted it right through the windmill, but that's neither here nor there. They do the whole, you know, guy stands behind the girl and yeah. teaches her how to putt. This is classic yeah. 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hornball stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just like saying that word. That's I all love, that's love the word hornball. It's a funny word. And it's I'm going to be using word. it a lot to describe Peter. He fits the bill. <laughs> Someone alone with him. Um, listen, they didn't put up names. There was a stretch they where they didn't names. put up any they names. Okay, names. what do you want to do? You're right. And I noted that, and there's too many people here not to be putting up names. I need more names. Yep. Wear name tags. Just put name. Just put yeah, adhesive on those dresses. You're renting them anyway. Just wear name tags. It's funny. Someone alone with Peter. Her parents have been married for 26 years, AB. A classic trope on this show, and a theme on this episode in particular, is... My parents slash and or grandparents have been married for together to XX years. So obviously they love me more than these other losers from broken homes. And I'm the prospect <laughs> that you're looking for. I have the pedigree here because my this parents are still married. I know what it takes. That's all that is. What do these people yeah. know what it takes? They don't. They're idiots <laughs> who have parents who didn't get along for more than 30 years. It's a shame. Um, this is all sarcastic, of course. Yep. I don't think this. I don't get this. This has nothing to do. I mean, maybe. It helps them see like what true love is really like, but has nothing to do with your compatibility I mean, with if, Peter, if which is what we're here about for. about what you're looking for in a mate, I don't think them being from a, a long-standing marriage is in the top 2,000 things you're looking for, right? It's not something you're ever looking for. It's probably in my top 2,000. That's a lot of things. <laughs> okay. But not like my top 100. Sure. Okay. Or 1,000, maybe. It's, it, it's a weird thing. Like... I'm what you're looking for. Let's talk about something that has nothing to do with me, which is my parents being in love for a really Here's long a little time. little thing I have. If you're married for 40 years, once you hit 40 or around there, 60 is not impressive. No one is going to get... You don't get divorced when you're 83 years old. <laughs> the 60... Once you hit... Like, 40 is the maximum number I'm impressed by. The longer you go from there, I'm like, well, yeah, you're not... I mean, at this point, you're kind of locked in. <laughs> Just a little joke. Anyway... Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann gives Peter a painting she did of the Smoky Mountains. Hannah Ann and uh, Madison look similar, and they confuse me a little bit what? early on. Yeah, they do. They do. They're yeah. both front runners for one. Yep. In my book. Stay tuned for our power rankings. Uh, what was going on with the painting? She said her and her dad painted this for She's him. She's a painting. Yeah. She's, she also mentioned that... Uh, What's, what are you confused about here? What's the picture of? The Smoky Mountains. Who cares? We drove through those, remember? Who cares? It's a beautiful painting. What does that matter for him? Jeez. <laughs> well, just where she's from. Oh, this it's from where? Okay, that's what I'm asking you. What, yeah, what a are these Smoky painting? Mountains? She's from Knoxville. Oh, okay. She's from Knoxville? Pay attention. Yeah, they're all from Knoxville. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what the... Uh, she's like, I drew you this picture of the Smoky Mountains. I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with no, Peter? Why does no, he want the Smoky no. Mountains? That's where she's from. Okay. Her and her pops. Come on. <laughs> She said she was nervous to give it to him also, and that it was really personal to him, but they just, they just painted oh. it. This isn't like a family it could be heirloom. From vantage point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe she was nervous that Peter wouldn't be impressed by the quality. I wasn't. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> okay. Big smooch sesh. The important stuff here. Yep. The first consensual open-eyed kiss of the season, I believe, because he's been blindfolded previously. <laughs> Um, speaking of consent, Tammy handcuffs Peter and gives him a, this is, she did the metal detector 
on the penis and, <laughs> and then handcuffed him. Then she gave him a rigorous pat down while he was handcuffed. <laughs> I'm starting to like run things back and be like, why do I like Tammy? I'm trying to figure out why I like Tammy. I do. Um, she finds a condom in his pocket, of course. Hilarious. <laughs> classic stuff. Classic gag. <laughs> Finding, this is a classic gag. You gotta love it. Um, and then they make out, and I think he likes it. So anything else on this interaction? At this point, I'm starting to realize, if you're not kissing Peter tonight, <laughs> yeah, you're in yeah. trouble. It was rapid fire. <laughs> yeah. uh, Natasha, the eldest. She thinks there's some virtue <laughs> in being call her the eldest. Well, I'm just I'm calling back to what we know about okay. her, which is that she's the oldest one. Um, there's some virtue in being a reserved lady, AB. And Natasha says no when McKenna tries to steal him, which I think is an effective strategy that more people should employ. Just say no. Yeah. You can't. No, hard no. <laughs> I will get up when I'm done, and then you can have him. That's, that exactly. seems fair. Uh, anything on McKenna's one-on-one -on -one time? She throws the paper airplane twice at Peter to remove, to try to get him, kind of sneak her way in there. It works. Uh, she How had, long have her grandparents been married, though? That's, that's what, what I'm say. concerned Again, about. Yeah. we're back to the grandparents. She, she actually frames it in a funny way. She says, one of my favorite love stories ever. Have you heard about the love story of McKenna's grandparents, Rim? No, but it's there's a lot of thrown around best love story of all time. Everyone <laughs> yeah, seems to be saying it's not this a, is it. This is the best love no, story of all not. time. No, no one knows about McKenna's grandparents' love story. That makes it not the best love story of all they time. They would be saying that if they knew about McKenna's grandparents, who have been together for how many years? Sixty-one. McKenna just moved up Peter's power rankings. Yeah. I think because he likes that. Kiss by the fire. Good kiss. Good kiss. I'm glad you noted the kiss. I thought Peter went too far. The hitch rule, 90-10, he went 100. I'll have to run it back. Okay. He went 100. He went, Peter I went 100, and he does that multiple okay, times. that changes things. Okay. Oh. Well, he's on a roll. He's kissing everybody. He's kissing everybody. <laughs> you want to kiss? Who wants a kiss? <laughs> so have to restrain yourself. 90-10 rule, the hitch rule. Yeah. But Natasha ruined it by sipping coffee and saying TikTok, which I burst out loud laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was it's very funny. TikTok. <laughs> it's a it's a bad That's look. Hilarious. Like she's obviously not going to win now. Once you get into these type of oh no 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 these type of shenanigans around the house, nothing's going to happen. It's not you're not going to win. Hannah Ann. She sees the lipstick on the wall, if you will, steals him for a second. Probably says, "I'm going to steal you." I'm going to let you go and then steal you again steal just you to get my steals up. Just to get the steal stats Absolutely. up. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. And then I'm going to kiss you. I think that's what she sold him. She leaves, quickly interrupts Cheyenne. They kiss. Pretty good. Six kisses at this point. I don't know if you recall Rick Leck like AB, but in my early days as a Bachelor viewer, I would have been floored. By the by amount this of number? kissing? Sure. Not so, not so much anymore. Cheyenne then uh, confronts Hannah. Anything on that interaction? Hannah kills her with kindness, Rim. She kind of, yeah. she she doesn't even let her, you know, get mad about it. Because she's like, yeah, you're right. You know what? That was fucked up. Uh, <laughs> you deserve some time. Go have your time. And she's just like, oh, okay. She was completely disarmed. Cheyenne was yeah, she completely disarmed by this. She, she, was, was like she was ready to be mad at Hannah. And Hannah quickly 
moved she stayed away mad at Hannah, but she was mad just because she got mentally <laughs> yeah. flopped, as they say. Hannah's stepping into she might be a villain. I'm not sure yet, but she's yeah. got uh, there's a chance. Hannah here seemed sincere, at least she was like, no, I agree. You should have her time. It wasn't like Demi or Corinne, like fake. Oh, yeah. Sarcastic, like totally. I don't target. know. I kind of felt like she knew what she was doing and but she was, knew how to disarm her in this argument. It was unclear, though. That that's what she's Calculated. telling the line a little bit. Yeah. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah Ann. Uh, then we got a more uh, montage of interruptions and frustrated women. The clock is ticking, ladies. Then we go to Victoria F. The one with the crass one-liner. <laughs> Absolutely churlish one-liner. <laughs> uh, what did you make of this, A.B.? Peter doesn't remember her at all. He doesn't even remember what she said, and what she said was one of the, uh, uh, one of the things... Uh, Un- most unforgettable things of all time. Yeah, it's one of the grossest things... <laughs> That's ever been said on the uh, <laughs> on that certainly on the limo night, and he doesn't even remember it. So that's a really bad situation for Victoria. So she claimed to be embarrassed by this, and then I think he was maybe not remembering it to kind of make her feel better. Like, hey, let's you know move on, let's get to know you now. But but she brought it back up. Yeah, this is how she spent her time explaining and apologizing for. Frankly, what amounts to toilet humor, Alex, okay, <laughs> could not have spent her time in a worse way. Complete center in her, into a tailspin when she was interrupted, crying on camera, crying on the corner, just disaster. She got no, they didn't start their connection at all no. with their first night together. So there's nothing there right now. They're starting from square one, if there's ever going to be something between them. Victoria P., um, would you call this the most polite interruption in show history when she interrupts Victoria F? Is Extremely it, polite. I haven't seen this before. She she steals him and then compliments her on the way out. So you can't even be mad at her. It's a great move by her. I like it a lot. And yeah. I like Victoria P a lot. I do too. Main takeaway here is she's never gotten flowers from a guy. Put that in the tickler file, AB. Save that one for later. Peter's if Peter remembers this he's he can get some big time credit there Kelly with an extra E the girl who'd met him before yes Peter says I have not stopped thinking about you since that night this guy's got a lot of baggage coming into the house a lot of feelings (laughs) a lot of feelings about women like what if if she wasn't even there then he's thinking about Hannah and Kelly both of them not involved (laughs) He's, he's just get your eyes yeah. on the prize here, Peter, and it's finding focus, focus on what <laughs> all these wonderful women who are here for you. Listen, that may be true. Number one, if it is true, I don't know, call her and maybe pursue the relationship and yeah. cease being the bachelor if you feel that strongly about it. Or if it's true, don't tell. Like he's just spraying this stuff out there. You have to. Give everyone a fair shake. Everyone has to be on the level playing field here. You can't just be like, oh, my God, so glad you're here. I've been thinking about you nonstop. <laughs> I mean, what? that's not fair. That's, that's not fair. got to make everybody else feel bad. Yeah, I'm with you. First impression, Rose, goes to Hannah Ann. What'd you think of this? I didn't like it, Rim. Really? The triple steal? She did three steals here. Or she got three times to talk. Double steal worked sure. for her. And I don't think you want to set that precedent. If you're if you don't want drama in the house, 
You don't want to set up that that's going to work and you're going to get rewarded for that type of behavior. You got to have rules in the bachelor house, Rim. You know that. I do. I do. And I, I agree with you a little bit. I think if we go back and look at the track record of first impression roses, I think it's probably effective more often than not. I couldn't tell you anything about what they discussed. All Just I know is that she's got the triple steel. Yeah. And the painting. Yeah. Just good vibes. One thing to know. those two. There's a crazy high track record of bachelors ending up with the person they gave the first impression rose. So Hannah Ann's got to be one of your favorites. Stay tuned. Let's go to the rose ceremony, which took place at high noon the next day. <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even try to pull didn't hide it. They this were time. acknowledged it. No, they're this like wasn't the wind- sunrise. This was no. the sun was in the middle of the damn sky. They had the they had the camera pointed up and like the sun was there and like a, a crow was like ah, high noon in the <laughs> west. The windows were open. That's what I that was the strangest production choice. They just had the curtains. Yeah. <laughs> wide everything's open. It was open. daytime. First impression, Hannah Ann, of course. Here's the rose order. You ready? Yeah. Victoria P. Madison to Well, and Kelly was third. Three top. I'm- I'm of the I'm big of the mindset that the order of the roses don't matter, but then when they fit my narrative, I yes. flip flop and think it does matter. This mattered, okay? Yep. I had some heavy hitters. Hard hard <laughs> yeah, heavy hitters. Yeah, Victoria P. It matters early on because it shows these are the names he knows at the very yeah. least. Victoria P. Madison Kelly Lexi. Savannah, Lauren, Tammy, Alea, Jasmine. It just I just have to think. Okay, Star Alea, Wars, yeah. Alea, Alea. Mm-hmm. Jasmine, Sydney, Natasha, McKenna, who thinks this could be the greatest love story of all time. Deandra, Sarah, Alexa, Kelsey, who earlier in the night was crying at the thought of not getting a rose. Peyton, Kiara, Courtney, Cheyenne, and... Victoria Dice Clay. (laughs) (laughs) She got the final. She got the last rose. Um, No roses are Kylie, Marissa. I thought Marissa would get a rose. I did too. Yeah. Katrina thought they were meant to be together. So that's got to be heartbreaking. Avonlea, Eunice, Jade, Jenna, Megan. Big 10 stat of the day. Eunice, Jade, and Megan were the three flight attendants, and he sent them packing, A.B. Didn't note that. Good information. The flight attendants are gone. It's great yeah. information. Big 10 Saturday. of the day. Anything surprise you? Anything takeaways? Anything? The flight attendant thing, I did not know, and that surprises me. It's good But no, I didn't know good anything. Of, none of the people I thought were going to be here for a long time got cut, so I don't, nothing, nothing out no of the There's no grocery Joe here. No, no. Absolutely not. Okay, let's head to the group date. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna pause and say this about this three hour premiere. When they said three hour premiere, I go, okay, here we go, fluff, pregame sure. show, bullshit, whatever. This was basically two full episodes. Yeah, we had this the whole good. first night. I like, and this. then we had two group dates and a one on one date. I liked it as well from an entertainment standpoint. From a podcasting standpoint, it was very time consuming. It's a nightmare. Watch is a nightmare. <laughs> I think I have sixteen pages of notes. It's a lot. This yeah. is basically a double episode. But let's go to the group date. Airport hangar. Okay, 
We got Pete washing his plane as one does with their shirt off. You can't have your undershirt get wet, your plain white tee get wet, so you keep your jeans and boots on. He's also just like marveling at planes that are flying above. He's like, whoa. Uh, look, like, <laughs> it's, 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 it does seem surprising to me. I just, planes, yeah, like in general, flight is incredible if you think it's about incredible. it. But it's I'm crazy. not out here like, if I see an airplane, I'm not marveling about it. AB, I have had the good fortune to be in the presence of some incredible aircraft <laughs> recently. Okay. Jets, um, helicopters, ospreys, wow. the big dog stuff. Unbelievable. I'm in, I, I like cool aircraft now. You're, I will you're see an aviation some guy. I, I don't hate it. Okay. If it's around, I will, I'll put it this way. I will make a huge effort. But if a jet's in the in the vicinity, okay. I'm taking a peek. So you disagree peek. with what I'm now, saying? Now he was he was like, "Can you believe that's he in, was the in the air?" Of it was an airplane. <laughs> it was like, it's like really you're a I mean, It's like your airplane. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. But I like aviation now. Okay. Group date card: Hannah Ann, Kelly, Deandra, Tammy, Courtney, Cheyenne, Victoria P, Jasmine, Victoria F. Heavy hitters. Pete flies from the hangar. To the mansion, just to kind of buzz him. What'd you make of this? Just a flyby. Can't pick him up. You can't land. <laughs> no. Where are you going to land on the Bachelor He's mansion? just like, look, I'm flying. And then he goes back. <laughs> goes back to where he was. It's a good move. Good move. We're at their hangar now with these badass pilots. They're doing pilot training for the date, which consists of extremely basic math <laughs> and sexual innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> that allegedly has something to do with air travel, though. They never revealed the definitions. They just said words yeah. and then moved on. Do you have anything on that portion? I took note that Peter was sitting by Hannah. She was getting... Hannah Ann was getting exclusively the one-on-one -on -one time during this portion of the day. And he was helping her, too. So... I think they were at a table with two... They were at a love table. <laughs> like a love seat. <laughs> They were at a love table with two, it was two chairs only. And then one time she had the right answer and he was like, hey, check out Hannah. Pretty smart. These two were flirting while the other people were just yeah. like sitting in a row together. It was yeah. Hannah Ann and Peter one-on-one -on -one date that they brought other people around for. Probably like, oh my God, your handwriting is so cute. Like <laughs> yeah, cutesy, cutesy handwriting stuff. comments. Look, cutesy stuff yeah. you don't want the other girls to see. So you're like... He's he's writing notes and stuff to her on her board. Oh, it was they cute. were writing notes, cute stuff going no on doubt. there. That's good. Um, next up, one of those gyroscope deals that makes you puke. It's Seems to be the only rim. purpose for those. What? That's what they called what? it, the Orbitron. Oh, I thought you were saying it like, you've never been on one of you've those. Never seen, have you, you ever heard of an Orbitron rim? <laughs> well, I've seen it in like, you know, Apollo 13 or some other astronaut movie. I've never <laughs> been on one. You're making it sound like you've been on one. What'd you make of Victoria P.? Her traumatic experience. Oh, on the teacups? With teacups. She said she vomited on teacups. They played some scary music and, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, they changed the, the color of the, of the teacup montage that they played. I thought it was a good move by her. Getting sick is usually a good move because yeah. then they have to go find you. And yep. I question whether any of this is... I don't even want to get into no, conspiracy no, no, stuff. No, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't <laughs> do it. conspiracy. No, don't do it. I mean, she gets motion sickness. If she... She probably I don't like shouldn't, going on boats. She it's shouldn't a common have gone, thing. She shouldn't have done this. 
but she powered through it because she knew it was going to end up with getting some one on one time with Peter. And I respect that. Well, pain is temporary, like she said, but Peter is potentially forever. You have to do it. Absolutely. You have to, if, if there's an opportunity to do something on this show that will cause you to become violently ill, you must do it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Before that, though, I want to mention, obviously, Annalise callback to the bumper cars. Yeah, it reminds me of that. Yep. This is when I took a step back and thought, we're about two hours in. So far, this show is hitting all the same. It felt like I'd seen this before, this whole episode sure. before at that point. And I was a little, that was kind of my hesitation. We went into the season with Peter thinking, well, I think if you, it's going to be similar. If you think about it, Peter is the cookie cutter bachelor. Like this is going to be, aside from the Hannah stuff, we'll see where that takes us. Yeah. This was going to be a really you know, basic season. Play the hits. Yeah, this is going to be what we're used to. Don't expect any any wild stuff outside mm. of the norm here. This is, Peter is, you know, the type of person that they've casted forever. So this was going to be, you're going to see a lot of the same stuff. And you know what? We don't want to belabor this, but you know what I think is probably the biggest factor when they choose a lead? The amenability of the lead to go along with production yeah to play nice do what you want them to do there are certain leads who haven't done that as much and now are like not as much in the game they just had colton who basically tried to quit and i don't know if you they had there was a podcast in the it might have been in the summer where he went on i think it was this american life or something and that's right yeah he basically said he quit and like they had to talk him into continuing on with the show and the only way he was going to do it was if they shut everything down like they didn't have the rose ceremonies or anything anymore he just yeah. he just got to be with cassie so they didn't i don't think that's something they want even though it made great tv that's not something they wanted again where they'd lost complete control. And what if Colton just was like, no, we're not doing it. And I don't want to be with Cassie. Like it's a risk having sure. people like that on. Uh, so Peter was a safe choice coming off of Colton's season. Brought it back around. Anyway, show Victoria P heads to the bathroom after the gyroscope thing. And Peter gives her a bottle of water. She says, I've never had someone take care of me that way because she's been she's been taking care of somebody else her whole life. Mm -hmm. She's the nurse, her sister, sister yeah. her mom. Yep. It, it's good. It's good with these two. Keep an eye. I like him on VP. You like her. Next up is the obstacle course competition, which I loved. Okay. AB until the very end. I'm going to go through what the competition was and then I would like your take. On how it played out. It was bullshit, Rim. I'll tell you. I would like your right take later jump. on. <laughs> right off the jump, it was Let's bullshit. Go through what go it ahead. was first. <laughs> Mock turbulence. You got to inflate a life fest. You go up and down an emergency exit slide, which for some Hold reason. Up. When you say mock turbulence, do you mean when they sat in the, they sat yeah. in the chair and spun around? Mock turbulence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had to fight through winds. They had to find their bag. For some reason, there was like 
when they went down the they slide, they ended up in like a vet, a vat of ketchup and mustard <laughs> or something. Yeah, they did. Other clothes and shoes <laughs> were destroyed. It was like, that's not something I would do, <laughs> frankly. Uh, they got to find their bag. They got to go to a porta potty and change from their flight suit into a pilot's outfit and then ride through some cones on a plane bike around a windmill naturally and cross the finish line. This was a real deal, good obstacle course set up in a funny way. Reminded me of early days of the challenge, or maybe don't even bring the challenge into this. The, don't bring this farce of a competition into the <laughs> what, cha- talking about the challenge. Was, what was that show on Nickelodeon with the kids? <laughs> and they had the different colored T-shirts. Wild and Crazy Kids. <laughs> That's what it or was. Double That's what this competition yeah. was. No, Wild and Crazy Kids. Double Dare you know was a game about? where they did stuff like that I know too. That, but I'm talking about Wild and Crazy. I kids. hear you. <laughs> I'm with you. Wild and Crazy Kids is like that. Yes. Okay, what happened? Explain to us what happened. Let me tell you what happened in this this competition. I'm doing air quotes here and people can't see that. Competition that they had. They start off with a completely arbitrary spin game. Okay, they have to sit in these desk chairs and spin however fast and however many times or don't spin. Wow, you're really getting the nuts and bolts of this whole thing. However many times you want to spin, however long, if you don't (laughs) want to spin, go ahead, don't spin. I know there's some some people with some queasy stomachs, so don't spin if you want, just run. So you spin. Doesn't seem fair is what you're saying. It didn't seem fair. There were some people, let me tell you, they're spinning as fast as they could. They're getting dizzy. These, some people were dizzy after this, and s- some people were going very, very slow spinning. And then there were a couple people I noted didn't even spin at all. Okay, like no, Peter had to come no. around. Yes, Peter had to come around and like give them a nudge to even spin a single time. So there were people not dizzy at all coming off of this. The whole goal was to make them dizzy. Some of them weren't, and you could tell the people that weren't because they just ran straight to the next part. Okay, yep. the next part I have no issue with. They don't jump into the ketchup and mustard. There's no nothing wrong with that. That was fun. Insane. Yeah. In good fun. Okay. The part after that, after they're dipped in the ketchup with the wind, also very fun. Liked mm-hmm. the wind. That was good. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you had the problem with. They then get to where they have to. I have a couple problems here. They go. They have to change into a pilot outfit. Okay. okay. One at this point, there's only three people left. The people that didn't spin basically are the three that got their fastest. Okay, so they have to put on a pilot outfit. Rim. Now, there's lots of pieces to the pilot outfit. There's, you know, buttons and there's sashes and shit like that. You have to put on buttons and uh, pins. And one of the sashes. three people in like a necktie, too. There's a necktie in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the people is like meticulously putting on her outfit like she thinks she needs to, including buttoning up to the top button. And there's a special Cheyenne, button. I she, believe, was yep, doing that. She yeah. had to put she put on the special button on the end. The other two just throw it on. No buttons done. Wrap the tie. It's not tightened. Leave the leave the place and the the blue angel. They had to be checked. They had to be checked. Confirmed. <laughs> to be fair to them, the Blue Angel's like, no, nah, yeah, I think that looks good. The yeah. Blue Angel did not care at that point. So she lets the two go through. The one that's actually doing what they're supposed to do doesn't make it to the next round. This is when they hop on the trikes, okay? Now, there's an obstacle course full. One of these people is, uh, what's her name? Kelly, okay? Who I Tammy already and don't Kelly like. are the final two, yeah. I already don't like her at this point. There's an obstacle course of cones you know just like 
soccer cones. You they set seem up for- to be randomly set up. There didn't. It wasn't clear what the. Uh, I disagree. Hard disagree. There's a course you it's need just, to stay there's in. Cones so, everywhere. There's, it's a road made of cones. You just follow the road. Okay. okay? You stay yeah. inside the cones. Now Kelly just goes straight forward. So this is a windy track. It's a tr- it's a race track. You have to go around and you know and it, it, windmills. At the very least, you have to go. You have to slalom. You have to, you have to circle around. You have to go around yeah. all over the place. She just beelines it straight through all the cones, doesn't pay any attention to the route, and goes to the finish line, finishes before the other girl who's going, like, winding around the course. It's very clear she cheated. Even the other girl is, while they're doing it, like, hey, this this girl's cheating. Cheater! Someone, Cheater. someone do something about this. Right here. Somebody do something <laughs> yeah. about this girl. Yeah. You have yeah, to do this? something. Everybody sees this. She's going straight through the cones. Nothing she happened. <laughs> she just won. The girl that cheated the most won. I figured, okay, they're gonna say Kelly. They're gonna say, come on. yeah, Kelly. Come <laughs> you on. cheated. Come it was on, so Kelly. obvious. This is come on. You can't do this. Tammy's the winner. Tammy, congratulations. Next thing we know, yeah. she's in the plane. Kelly's in the plane. We didn't mention this. The prize for winning was a sunset beautiful flight down. Unbelievable prize for a group date. Yeah, down the coast with Peter flying. Just you two. I mean that would that, that's a BFD prize. Yeah, you shouldn't reward cheaters for that. This should ha- this competition should have a little integrity. It was a unlike d- other competitions where the prize is low stakes. This was like this is a joke. This is a joke. Yeah. They sh- they had rules. They didn't follow them for no reason. Especially the end part. Kelly, you just should have given it to the other girl. Kelly cheated all the way through. It was sad to see. So you already didn't like Kelly. I kind of liked Kelly at that point. Then that those antics and she showed no remorse, no remorse. She even said while the girl was yelling at her, like, hey, she's cheating. She's like, I'm not trying to as she's still just <laughs> going trying forward. to cheat. Like, what are you talking about? It wasn't a bike <laughs> where some people don't know how to bike. Like everybody knows how to sit on a tricycle and turn yeah. the handle which way you need to go. <laughs> You're going straight forward on a tricycle. Yep. You are trying to do that. Your four-year-old daughter going against her would have been like, hey, she would have been falling the rules. Hey, cheater. (laughs) Yeah. Cheater. She's cheating and not following the rules. Absolutely. Moral to the story, if if you ever go on The Bachelor or Bachelorette and you find yourself in a group scenario, just just power through the game straight forward. Don't follow any rules. Don't stop. At any of I mean, the honestly, checkpoints, the checkpoints make no difference. Imagine Don't even if someone just went around <laughs> the slide. She did. That's just ran, sprinted around what it. She did. Yeah. Just do that. Just there's do, no reason there's not to no do reason that. Just not go to around just, the wind. Just do whatever you need to do to make sure you cross the finish line first. That's the only thing you should be worried about. Knock down all the hurdles you have to. <laughs> Sad. Group date, nighttime. Um, I want to say the flight was unbelievably romantic. It, it was a beautiful, beautiful night. Unreal. Unreal sunset. I was giggling at how romantic <laughs> the setting was. <laughs> it's great. Um, they're at the hotel. A hotel. Or should we say the hotel? The hotel. Dun, dun, dun. For a nighttime <laughs> portion. Kelly's cheating is the topic du jour. Um, she doesn't see the big deal whatsoever. Didn't know the rules were going to be that strict, <laughs> is what she said. You mean you didn't know the rules mattered at all, not just yeah. that they were strict. I mean, that's why they're rules, honey. 
Rose cast enemy number one. Ha- I will declare Kelly. Have some integrity. That's my thing. Rules are rules. Have some integrity. Rules are rules. Yeah. Some people apparently can just sleep with themselves at night. Couldn't be me. Women AB, personally? Couldn't, not something I would have participated us. in. The cheating scandal of the century. Um, this hotel, Alex, just happens to be the same one where Peter and Cheater Kelly met the month prior. What are the odds? It's almost as if... I won't even. I won't even. Yeah, don't even, even get it. into that. Don't even. <laughs> won't even say it. I'm just saying. Very interesting coincidence. What do you make of this Victoria P. One on one time? She throws on some sick glasses. Those oh, things they look good. good. Those things cool. look good. It was a great move. Fire glasses. Big standout move Stand on this out. show. No one has glasses. Yeah. Shout out to my glasses people. Now, caveat: if she's wearing them for style rather than need, that's what I was going to ask I, you. I hereby disavow because nothing. People, a lot of my friends, you've noticed these days, all are wearing cool glasses. And I'm like, you guys have never worn glasses in your life. And now you're wearing glasses. And you think, you know, my handicap, have I done this bit before? My handicap so. is not your style choice. Okay. <laughs> don't just, you don't just get to wear glasses if you don't if need them. It's not fair. I noticed her glasses didn't seem very thick. Now that's, some people don't have well, very strong prescriptions. Now. But if yours aren't, you know, good two inches thick, I'm, I'm going to question whether they're real or not. Mine are thick. I actually just ordered some new glasses from a company that will not be named until they start advertising on the show. And I had the option to get. Yeah, I've actually had that, too. He's like, we we can make these joints thin. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, great move. Victoria just keeps finding subtle ways to stand out. Whether it's puking or putting on spectacles, it's working. Anyway, she's the nurse. Like we said, usually the one taking care of people, but quote, I've never had anyone do that for me, referencing Peter bringing her a bottle of water in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. Peter then goes and pulls some flowers off a wall from outside, steals flowers, Mm -hmm. I'll say, and (laughs) gives them to her. Listen, that's cute. I disagree. And it worked. What, you didn't like it? Uh... I would have appreciated him taking a little more care for the flowers. Okay. We're talking, I don't know if you noticed, there were like three foot stems. The stems were so long. He didn't take any, (laughs) maybe get one of the producers, get you with scissors and cut them to an acceptable length. What is she going to do with three foot long stems on these roses? They're all different lengths too. So they looked like trash when he presented them to her. You're saying it was a raggedy bouquet. They looked raggedy as hell when he gave them to her. Like the, the flowers were all over the place the stems were all different lengths he's holding them there they look like shit ab young botanist young florist <laughs> uh i think victoria p is the real deal i do too hopeless hopeless romantic crushing big time on pete and authentic good backstory agreed big vp guy. i like her it will be sad to see your heart get broken yeah, frankly I agree i'm not looking forward to that back at the house Madison gets the one-on-one date card. Peter wants to show her what forever looks like. And then Savannah cries. Anything on that segment? No, it's just annoying when people get upset that they don't get a one-on-one date at this point. There's like 20 people. Just look at your percentages. You're probably not going on the one-on-one date. Don't get that bent out of shape about it. Well said. I would like to go on this show and 
approach it from a real like rash <laughs> being contested yeah. and be like well the odds were that i definitely had yeah, no, I had no know, shot here. very slim shot at getting the one-on-one date and that's just the way it goes hopefully i can stick around but no this is heartbreaking for savannah <laughs> yeah. group date nighttime back on the date Let's power through this, A.B. It's a yep. long episode already. We're almost finished. Not even close. Cheyenne interrupted by Kelly, who had the sunset flight, you'll recall. Um, Kelly and Pete, this gives them an opportunity to return of the scene of their chance encounter <laughs> the lobby of the hotel. What did you think of this, A.B.? I'm just over that whole story. She keeps droning already? on about this, this meetup that they had. It's a meet cute for the ages. <laughs> on paper <laughs> okay. i just think she's thinking it's way more important than it is and that coupled with our conspiracy they make netflix theory. series about these AB. <laughs> they make netflix series about these situations okay do you think peter likes her or just he just has familiarity with her it seems like he does yeah like her yeah and part of it could be because you know she he has met her and like he said, he was thinking about her this entire time. So, Devil's Advocate, the time between being on the show, between that time and being the lead, is probably loaded with these types of encounters. People, like, she knew Peter was probably going to be The Bachelor. Peter's kind of semi-famous. He's out, you know, whatever. Hundreds of women probably had encounters with Peter like this. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, I think Peter really likes her, okay? You can tell the way he's looking at her. He's in a little closer eye contact the whole way. Yeah. It's just a little different than the others. Caps this conversation off with his go-to classic vintage Pete. Lift her up. Plopping her on the counter. Mm. Almost bashing her head on the <laughs> lamp. Anything else on the Kelly? No, I think he was into her. One-on-one -on -one time. Nope. Okay. But you don't like her. You seem distressed that we even have to say her name. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed by her. Uh, okay. Nope, I don't like her. Group date Rose goes to Kelly, obviously. Pete let something slip here. Yeah. I'm starting to think he's not very... Sh I mean, have aware of... Like, be aware <laughs> of the situation. <laughs> like, he just goes, it was pretty special coming back to where we first met, where that first spark happened. Wow. I mean, that's like... Spark? Yeah, <laughs> that's not how you reveal that information casually that as you give her a rose in front of everyone. Doesn't need to be said in front of everyone. In fact, Peter had just got done saying to her, so Peter said, "I know you have a target on your back. Don't let that get to you." But then also Peter, you know, also Peter says, "Here's a bigger target for your back. I'm going to tell yeah. everyone about the target. Let me let me let me get these ladies really riled up at you now." We're not implying that Peter should hide this information and they should act like it, but just be a little more. He didn't need know, to say more transparent and be like, hey, just so you guys know, Kelly and I have met. This is what happened. Instead, he's like, man, remember we were in this that hotel spark. last time? Here you go. <laughs> it's like their minds are right. He dropped the grenade and yeah. then walked out of walked the room. Out. Yep. And they're like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> they almost didn't make a big enough deal out of how crazy that was that he said that. Yeah. Anything else on the date? Nope. Madison, one-on-one -on -one date. Peter scoops her up in the Benzo coop. <laughs> feel like we were just here in this scene. One thing to note about Peter as the bachelor, 
He's got the hometown advantage rim. He's fe- he's looking very comfortable just zipping yeah. around these neighborhoods. He's always in his hometown. Yeah. He's, he's always a block away from his house. So he's got a comfort feeling that most of these bachelor and bachelorettes never will have. Great point. He can say, is he staying at his parents' house? Like He, he might be. He There's be. no reason for him to be in a hotel, yeah, frankly, at this be. portion. They go straight to the Weber family household where his parents are renewing their vows. Oh. A potential overwhelming first date. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, his whole extended family is there. He's the officiant. Mm-hmm. The classic 31st anniversary vow renewal. Just a great <laughs> tradition. <laughs> When your son just happens to be on the love-based reality show, yeah. Oh, yeah, this 31st anniversary. Everyone knows that's your vow renewal anniversary. Um, The ceremony was beautiful, and here's I'm going to take a little aside. I hate being so, I don't know what the word is, but I hate being so jaded almost about this family. It's obvious that Peter's parents, particularly his mom, revel in being on this show they will figure out a way to get in on screen as much they're renewing their vows specifically for this show and they get they get a whole segment to themselves i wouldn't be surprised if they made an appearance every episode before they leave the country okay and in the season preview trailer which i'd only want to talk about this detail peter's mom can be seen crying it's the end of the season when they show this <laughs> crying dramatically going don't let her go bring her home like is this not a someone who wanted to be an actress i mean we got a couple of hams over here ab with peter's parents all over the screen all the time it's too much get why are your parents in four segments of the show. That's <laughs> too many segments. It's too many se- three too many segments. Day, the first one on one day is leader, literally Peter hanging out with his parents while the person on the date watches from afar. Not, That's a little much. Not just that. They show up later in the date. That wasn't enough. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't, wasn't enough. That wasn't enough for him. Well, we basically are there already because the, nothing much happened on this date. Other than They Maddie, didn't interact much. I don't know. Are you calling her Madison or Maddie? I'll call her Madison. Okay, I'm going to call her Maddie. Maddie. uh, Sure. (laughs) She called herself that at one point. Maddie uh, handles it really well. She's fitting in. I think so too. I think so too. Yes. I'd like to point that out. I 100% agree. As weird as the circumstance, I have no ill will towards her performance on this date or anything. As weird as the circumstances were, she handled it extremely well. She seemed natural, unflustered outgoing and respectful and didn't try didn't overplay her hand she was not like oh you know making jokes about being the future daughter sure. or something, anything like that it's it was natural it was i know this was a weird scenario as a first date going and meeting parents like this but it in a sense was more normal of a meetup than what we usually see for parent meetups which yeah, is absolutely. at the end of the bachelor and there's this thing hanging over them the entire time of an engagement so there's none of that it's almost like a more normal parent boyfriend girlfriend first meeting and i think her parents his parents excuse me treated her that way like agreed proper for the moment i just i got really i don't even have that big a problem with the date it's just Enough of these two. The parents, <laughs> the parents are rubbing rim the wrong way. <laughs> them, I'm sure I'd like both of them individually and as a couple in real life. I'm just saying 
it's too the show. It's too many segments with Peter's <laughs> parents. <Okay. laughs> it's like half the show. Peter's parents are on my screen. It's not what I signed up for. Well, maybe the question if Peter can really Bring handle. Her back, <laughs> Peter. Maybe the question if Peter okay. can really handle the big boy chair. He needs his parents <laughs> along the way to guide him. Rim. Maybe. Um, okay. Oh, and the last thing. Can't believe Madison caught the bouquet. What are the odds? Unreal. Crazy. Wow. Madison one-on-one date nighttime. Peter says it's it was as perfect as it could have gone, which strangely I agree with. I agree. That, yeah. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. Her parents have been together for 28 years. Now, I'm not sure where that puts her in the history of successful marriages in your family lineage power rankings, but that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they only have three more years until they have to get their vows renewed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pretty exciting. Um Madison has always wanted to marry someone like her dad, someone who chooses her mother every day. True love. Madison came off to me as very mature for her age. I think she's only 23. She mentions that she just wants Peter to find the right fit for him, even if Mm. it's not her, which I found mature. But she also said she's hopeful. There's, There's something there with these two. And I think Maddie's going to make it a long way here, Rem. I have two comments. One, this was a classic early season Bachelor one-on-one date. The contestant says, can't believe I'm having feelings so soon. Mm -hmm. The lead says, I get it. Process is crazy. The lead says, I can see your heart, though. And then they kiss (laughs) and do the rose. It it hit the right beats. What you said, I also agree with. She may be fresh out of college, but Madison has kind of a bit of gravitas about her well, some when, when some you, good perspective when you win four state titles rim you you got a yeah, little she's swagger a to you <laughs> she's a leader she's not she walks in a room and she's like all right the big dog's yeah. here you know what i mean because she's 23 years old yeah. she's like yeah madison four rings four, four rings <laughs> yeah and is she's fun she's got perspective yeah. i just i'm with you i have a very good feeling about her prospects she's my favorite very good she's my favorite right now don't spoil no, the my point. favorite oh contestant on the series right now okay not who i think is gonna win you'll have to wait to find out for that we're gonna do the power rankings in three hours so stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> okay she gets the rose but ab the date isn't over we have a private to neil arts concert Why are you saying it like that like it's not the most normal date I'm just, just trying to spice things up. Okay. It's not, the date's not over, AB. <laughs> There's a private concert. Like she got not, this one like a pseudo country artist. <laughs> she got this crazy thing that this series yeah. never does. She got a private country concert. We've seen it thousands of well, times before. Well, sometimes the concerts aren't private. They are in the midst of other people's full three theater. That's what I meant. Okay. It was just them two okay. private. I wanted to highlight that fact. Of course, it didn't stay private for long because <laughs> Peter's mom heard about it and came barging in. <laughs> Peter's mom barged into around. the scene. Yeah. Barged in, period. She led the charge, and now Tennille Arts invited them in. They go, let's bring the family in here, and of course, then they just dance. It would be one thing if there was something for them to do, the family, while they're on this portion of the date, but they're not. there's nothing to do. They're just there, they were there. celebrating the engagement of Peter to this woman. Basically, that's what where this should have been wedged into the series. I thought this was weird. What did you... They've known each other for 24 hours. What did you make of this? 
I was fine with it. It was. It, I took it kind of as the after party of their vow renewal. They showed up, and so it was kind of just the after party there. It was no big deal. Do you think it is, well, it's not fair, but do you think it makes a difference for Madison that she's basically close friends with Peter's family at this point? Yeah, it makes a huge difference, and she knows she's going to walk in. She already walked in with that four-ring swag. Yeah. She's coming in. She might leave with five, family. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on her. She's yeah. coming well, in there the- with an even more, you know, confidence as she yeah. walks back in that mansion, meeting the family like that. I I also think of it kind of from the other end of the spectrum. Going to be a lot harder for Madison if this doesn't go her way. Knowing the family the whole time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Madison, on days she doesn't have a date, might just go over to their house for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter's mom will happily make up some some, some cute. If she's got the cameras with her. Yeah. I didn't want to say it because I thought that'd be taking it too far. But I'm glad you did. (laughs) She'd pretend not to know her if the cameras weren't there. Okay, group date. <laughs> Daytime. Or excuse me, back at the house. Group date card is Lauren, Sydney, Peyton, Natasha, Alexa, Kelsey. These names are unfamiliar to me. No. McKenna. <laughs> I don't write down the group date names at this point because I have no clue who who is. Yes, the people who weren't I on know the like other three date. people by name. And I don't think they were on this date. <laughs> so, no. Kelsey, McKenna, Alea, Savannah. The Alea thing is not a bit. It's my no, brain. Yeah, your brain sucks. <laughs> you stumbling go, over <laughs> Alea every time. Uh, Alea. That's never going to roll off my tongue. <laughs> Group day, daytime. They're at a theater, okay? They walk in, and not only is there a giant windmill on stage, big. Big year for the prop windmill industry. <laughs> yeah, these are. I mean, they spent thousands of dollars on prop windmills. You know, the new windmills you see out in the country in Iowa where they're getting tons of energy from them. These are fake. These are <laughs> fake ass. No, they're Dutch. Golf. They're old Dutch style. Yeah, mini golf Dutch style yeah. windmills. Yeah. Obviously, wind turbines, <laughs> as you're thinking of, are not sexy, okay, yeah. or cute or any of that. Not only is there a windmill on the stage, but Hannah Brown herself is standing there. For the second time. What was your first, what was your instant reaction to seeing her there? I thought did we- Did you think we were done with her? I did. I And I had even noted earlier, like this, ABC got us again with this shit about Hannah's jump, or yeah. Hannah being a big deal that she showed up. Because they made it seem like it was a big deal. When she showed up the second time, I was surprised. I did not expect to see her again this season. Keep in mind- when they were filming this, after the final rose had just aired, mm-hmm. probably within the last week, because don't they usually whisk The Bachelor off to go film? Yeah, pretty pretty soon after. Yeah. So things are fresh, okay? She was there on night one, and now she's back on this group date. She then proceeds to tell the story of her and Pete's courtship. And by courtship, I mean physical encounters only. The only parts... (laughs) The only thing that matters for them. The only thing that matters, apparently, on this season. Um, I found this very cringy. Yeah. I'm not sure why she agreed to do this, for one. I thought it was embarrassing for Hannah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was beneath Hannah. Uh, Yes. Very far beneath her. I don't know why she was on this segment of the show. 
besides the fact that it was so recent, I think a part of her actually did want to see what's there with Peter. It's the only explanation why she'd do this. I feel I feel bad for her watching this. I, I also too. felt bad for Peter, but I will explain why I feel bad for Hannah first. It seems like she's stuck in this bachelor churn now, which is a shame because by the end of her season and since that aired, I've come to like her very much. Yeah. Be entertained by her. Just be I, I like her personality a lot. And this is a change from the end of Colton season. I feel like she can hold her own as like a personal extemporaneous like celeb. She, Hannah can do whatever. Jojo, Rachel, Caitlin Bristow, Becca, who is just a contestant and others have gone off on their own and gone past, you know, Instagram ads into real life like. And I businesses with their personalities. And I think Hannah and Hannah's still here on group dates. I think she's on the level. She was on the level of Rachel and Jojo. I think those two, of course, stand out to me as like they turned into legitimate celebrities. I thought Hannah was at that level, too. So her they're coming doing what back they want to do. Yeah, they're yeah. Doing whatever they want to do. They're doing other stuff away from Bachelor Nation. So yep. her coming back and doing this where she's kind of just. She's it's it's just below her. Let's let's set the scene. Well, we'll do this later. The the worst part about her coming back, I think, is now she's hated by everyone in the house. Yeah. Whether or not she, she stays, becomes a villain. Like all these she's you put Hannah, America's sweetheart, in a position to be a villain. Yeah, agreed. It's it's malpractice on behalf of the producers. <laughs> so here's the date, and we'll get more Hannah in a minute. But the date is each person tells a sex story on stage in front of strangers. They try to spin this as some sort of sex positive exercise, ABC. As if the show doesn't have a long history of not pulling that off successfully. And then Hannah tells everyone basically that she loves Peter and he deserves to find his person and almost breaks down crying while declaring this in front of everyone. (laughs) It's very strange. I feel terrible for Peter because obviously this can't be easy for him to see her all the time. Yeah. Describing this in front of these people that he has convinced himself he wants one of whom he wants to marry. But now he's not so sure. What did you make? The girls are tighter seeing Hannah. I don't think Hannah wants to see the girls. I don't think necessarily Peter even wants to see Hannah. And after he sees Hannah, I don't think he wants to see the girls. Nobody wants to see anybody. (laughs) This is just a bad situation all the way around. Peter then goes to talk to Hannah. Yeah, she's he's crying running in the after side because he's in love with her. That's he's what you do when she's you love, in love someone. With him. She's crying. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. Um, she might be crying because she's forced to participate in the show yeah. against her will. Still, <laughs> she may have signed some sort this of was, Bobby Bonilla contract. This was a contract. Where she gets paid. She has to That's keep coming point. back every year to pick up her check. Um, and Peter straight up tells her after some. Listen, when these young kids in their early 20s get to talking and crying, I don't I lose track of what's happening sometimes. <laughs> but Peter straight up tells her that he wished she was there to come to the house when she got out of the limo. He was like, I hope I basically says, I wish you were a contestant. Yeah. Um, let's set the scene. Let's set the scene for Hannah. OK. She sent Peter home. This is timeline. She sent Peter home. Mm-hmm. Third. Yes. Sent Tyler home. Got engaged to Jed, found out Jed had a girlfriend and basically had no interest in being on the show or marrying her, mm-hmm. broke off her engagement with cameras in the house, confronted Jed on After the Final Rose, which was probably a week prior to this moment, told America details, additional details about her sexual encounter with Peter, felt pressured to be open to something with hero Tyler Cameron 
watched as he dated Gigi Hadid, saw Peter be selected as the next Bachelor, and now finds herself participating heavily in his season and speaking to more strangers about the details of their recent intimacy, chasing after her third choice on her season in my life. (laughs) You've hit it all on the head. I never thought this would... Hannah would be debase herself like this. Like you said, she's above this and it's it's suck it's not fun to watch her in this scenario. It's not those factors do not contribute to a clear mind. One of the main things you mentioned was this was her third choice. It just is a really bad look to not only so you didn't you didn't choose Tyler, so you went with Jed. That was obviously a mistake because he turned out to be a scumbag. You then Kind of dated Tyler for a little bit. That didn't work. And now you're moving to your third choice. I know that's probably not how it's probably not as simple as that. Obviously, no, of course not. It's, but that's the, how but it's that's presented. how it looks to the viewer. It's just yeah. it, I didn't see this coming. I really didn't. When they when ABC showed the clips of of Hannah and Peter, both of them breaking down. I'm like, OK, this is this is just ABC yeah, on yeah, their yeah. shit. None of this is going to air. None of this is actually what they showed us. Surprisingly, is what is happening. Yeah. It was not a <laughs> trick. <laughs> like yeah. the, it is exactly yeah. what they showed us is now happening. And I cannot believe it. When uh, there's some questions, like some fantasy questions and such you see, and it's like, why is Hannah back? And I, I didn't even consider. No, I didn't consider for a second that she would I was like, be on the show. She's Hannah B, dude. What do you mean? She's not crawling back to Peter. No, 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 <laughs> what no. Are you talking she's about? there to give him some quick advice. That's what I thought. And then she'd be gone on to bigger things. Now, Ugh. after this episode, I mean, I'm questioning whether she's going to be in the showroom. I have a thought on that. Let's talk a little bit about the content, if we can, of their discussion. She says, I question a lot of her recent decisions. She's bawling, clearly did not anticipate crying based on her mascara. <laughs> mascara I don't choice. think she thought this was, she did not think this was going to happen. Um, Peter asks her if it crossed her mind to ask him out instead of Tyler after the show. So Peter is saying, I would have, I would have been open to something with you, but then you asked Tyler out and I thought, okay, well now it's really over. Yeah. I'm really your third choice here. And then Peter asks if she wants to be part of the house. What did you make of Hannah's reaction here? Hannah says maybe. Which. It seemed like it might have been a cut, you know. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think. too. I don't I think know that's if that's what she maybe. really said. The The camera got wonky at that point. <laughs> in the show is <laughs> yeah, hard. To, you didn't see anyone's face yeah. they when go, they were talking. So it's impossible <laughs> yeah. to tell what Hannah and Peter were actually saying. <laughs> the at this camera point. got wonky. But if we're to believe what they showed us, <laughs> Hannah said maybe she wants to join the house. They're both crying. Peter asked if she regrets sending him home. And she says, basically, yeah, I think about it all the time. I regret it. Yeah. It was she goes so almost as far as saying it was a mistake of hers. And then Peter says, I feel felt zero doubt about their connection. He thought for sure she was going to choose him. So here's the scenario. You two were just ready to get engaged. Peter was certain he was going to marry Hannah. Hannah almost picked Peter to meet her family. So if you want to pursue a relationship, then you just do that. Putting her on in the house is redundant. You've already done. You've already done this. You've already done this and almost picked each other, essentially. So 
putting her in the house, I don't think is a plausible way forward, nor do I think Peter giving up being the bachelor, frankly, for Hannah will happen either. So it just doesn't even the options they're presenting each other are not viable. I I don't think I agree. I don't see how there's any way Hannah can join the cast of this show. I just don't. It doesn't seem reasonable, but crazier things have happened and crazier things have happened. Here's my question. Do would you want her to join the house? No. I mean, think about what we just all talked about. I mean, we like Hannah a lot, which is precisely why. I don't want her. Oh, well, that being said, I'd love for her. It would get really, really, really messy, really quick. And that's something I'm here for. So come on along, Hannah. Here's here's the reality. There's no previews with her in a different dress. That's just the fact. There's no implication that she stays, I don't think. And plus, that's, that's not even a spoiler from a preview. She had to film Dancing with the Stars. Like, that's when this was happening. Yeah. Absolutely. So there's no way she flew around the world. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I just, I thought this was basically psychological warfare from the producers on both of them. (laughs) What an insane thing to put someone through. And we have to see how this wraps up next episode. There's a second half of this date still. The one thing we know for sure, Peter's still in love with Hannah. Yeah. And he has to continue this season somehow. And I don't, it's going to be fun to watch. You know, we didn't talk about that. Um, Peter basically lied to the group repeatedly. Saying he was over her, yeah. Saying he was completely over Hannah. I mean... He's not. Even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't, you can get away with that. I'll call it a white lie. But then to immediately offer her a spot in the house to the detriment of everyone else there... That's just Peter not... Peter doesn't always think it through. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to explain. Yeah, you have some explaining to do. Peter had a phone call today... With his whoever he chose on this season, if they're still together, he had yeah. to make a phone call today and be like, "Yeah, I invited her. Sorry, I didn't tell you that." Like, that's something that they're not going to be thrilled about that he invited someone into the house <laughs> over them. It's just a bad look for Pete. A bad look, you know. I felt I felt bad for Hannah, and it's a bad look for her. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for Peter, and it's a bad look for yep. him. This was. You took your two most recent leads and made them look silly (laughs) (laughs) on the premiere of your biggest season ever, presumably. Anyway, all right. Anything else you want to talk about on the episode or do you want to roll through? No, let's get through it. Power rankings and announcements. Okay. Mailbag. There are the mailbag is empty because it's the first episode, but you didn't ask a question. Um, You can text. Put this in your phones. Rosecast mailbag. Seven, seven, three. I'm going slow so AB can think of a question. I got ready to go. 773-234-7794. AB, what's your question for next week? I want to know if you want Hannah Brown in on this show any longer. And if so, why? That's good. And if not, why also? Yeah. Of course. 773-234-7794. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go to the batch bracket, okay? Our batch bracket... Full season, what do you call it? Pick'em pool. Yeah. What do you call it? It's a bracket. It's a bracket, bracket pool. Yeah. It's on bracket the website. Challenge. Batch, bracket challenge. There you go. Go to batchbracket.com, sign in or create an account, and search Rosecast Nation. That's the name of our bracket. You can also go to bachelor.batchbracket.com slash leagues slash 61700. In there, you will find... 
the opportunity to pick every rose ceremony for the rest of the season. The deadline to do this is before week two airs, 7 p.m. Central Time, Arrowhead Time, next Monday, okay? All picks have to be in by then for the whole season. So what you do is you click on my picks at the top, and then you add the people you think get a rose at the next rose ceremony, click save picks, and then click next rose ceremony, and so on for the whole season. Make your full, I'm not going to say this again. I'm going to say it again. Make your full (laughs) season picks for the whole season, every rose ceremony before week two. That's for batch bracket. Yep. Okay. Any questions, AP? No, no questions. We're good. I'm okay. good. We got a lot of people in it already. We're going to do, what do we do? Top 15%, 15%. get randomly in because we don't like spoilers. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the top 15% and we will tell you what, where you have to be to be eligible for a random prize that we'll give out, maybe multiple prizes. We'll see. Mm. But anyway, we're excited for that. Shout out Batch Bracket. Also shout out to Frenemies Challenge, AP. That's fun. That's an app that we're playing this season. It's fun. It's a reality TV trivia slash predictor app and you download it for free it's called frenemies challenge f-r-e-n-e-m-i-e-s it's for a bunch of shows including like real housewives below deck <laughs> okay. the way you looked at below, me de- <laughs> below deck is deck. good below deck is not bad <laughs> anyway each week it'll give you a notification about 24 hours before the Bachelor errors. Ten questions about what you think is going to happen. You just pick those. If you win, you just get cash. Cold hard cash. You understand Period. that? You understand, <laughs> you understand uh, that? Money talks. That speak to you. <laughs> yeah. Greenbacks. You just get cash. It's not from us. It's from them. You just get cash if you do a good job. Um, we're hoping they can set it up so you can kind of play in a league with us. Yeah. But for now, it's we're we're sharing our picks on social at Rosecast Podcast. Okay, um, let's skip. Let's go to this, A.B. Power rankings. I need a full four from you because we're going to post these on the Internet. Four, eh? Some called repurposing content, okay, for social media. Just some sausage making is all. Here are my power rankings as you type type. Thank God, because I'm (laughs) scrambling for a fourth. You got it. You need a fourth? Yeah. Go ahead. Really? I I figured we'd have the same four. No, I have three. I have three. Clear. We're going to have the same four. I guarantee it. Number four. And these are who we think are contenders, not our personal favorites. Number four. Kelly. No. No, you don't think she's a top four? That's lunacy. Number three. Victoria P. Number two. Hannah Ann, who is only ahead of Victoria P because she got the first impression rose. And number one is Madison. All right, AP, let's hear your four. Number four, Alea, with the grandma letter. There's something okay. there, a little spark there, a little family okay. spark there between those two, okay? Yeah. Number three, Victoria. Think there's something there? You said it P. perfectly. P. Yeah, Victoria, Victoria P. P, of course. Yeah. Number two, Hannah Ann. She's going to be here for the long haul, folks. Number one. In my personal rankings and in the power rankings, Maddie. Yeah, Maddie. I'm with you. She hoops, and she's we have the she's same top three. Heart. She hoops. Yeah. She, did you say she's after his heart? Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Um, we have a new-ish website. It's called RuminateB.com. You can find a link to our merch at the top in the in the bar there. Thanks to everyone who has spent their hard-earned cash on an item of merch. We greatly appreciate that. We appreciate the support. Um, send us pictures of you wearing it or drinking out of it or whatever you do with it. Also, we have a newsletter. Sign up for it on the website. Uh, we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> what are you but talking it's about? It's like you can, you know, I don't know. You can maybe we'll maybe we'll maybe Blast I'll put one together. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, sh- you know, I don't know. Sure. Internet marketing, AB. Sign up. Just you never know what you're going to get. You never know. You never know. And we won't sell your email address or spam you. Unless the price is right. <laughs> and my fingers crossed when I said that a little behind my back. No, I'm kidding. I'm Unless kidding. Come on, you can trust us. Right. You can trust us. Yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody's got a price. <laughs> I would love to sell our mailing list for a million dollars and then just go dark. <laughs> and not say anything to anyone ever again. Just You'll never hear from us again. We're going to be cashed out. <laughs> That's the natural end to this whole operation. All right. And um, social media. Where I think a lot of our supporters would support that decision by us. Yes, I think they would too. <laughs> They'd be like, I mean, hell yeah. Be so funny. Did it. They finally yeah. did it. They sold out. No question. No question. They would. Uh, most people would love that. I have a feeling. <laughs> so sign up for our newsletter. <laughs> I think we're wildly overestimating how yeah. much email addresses can be They're sold for. Anything. I think it's like a penny They're per million. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, speaking of social media, we're on all platforms. Instagram vids, live tweeting, Instagram vids posted to TikTok. Um, anyway, I got into TikTok else? room. I actually am a TikTok boy Isn't it now. Fun? TikTok's fun. You just pop on there and we sound like old people. A half right hour now, is gone but before a half you hour know is it. gone. You've watched yeah. all these dance videos, uh, fun stuff. I. It is a little weird because for now it's high schoolers yeah that's, you part. feel a but little it's getting weird. older you feel a little it's weird. aging up but the videos are clever and funny yeah. i i don't know why i'm selling people on fucking tiktok i don't care if you use tiktok i'm just telling you rim and ab discussing yeah, this is just me and I, you talking about tiktok yeah. two tiktok guys yeah i i don't i don't go on it as frequently as instagram for no, example yeah. but when i'm on it having a good time i'm on it yeah <laughs> just i'm having a good yeah. time scrolling absolutely and i'm laughing I'm with you 100 percent. 100 anyway thanks for listening thanks for sharing thanks for caring do you want the and have a heavenly up, day Rim. do you want huh. the uh, what did i forget articles of the week you forget about that segment oh my Pal? goodness i, I knew got, i was forgetting an end of the episode special extra long premiere two article episode you're forgetting the name of your own segment, and it's called no AB's Bachelor called. Headline of the Week. AB's Bachelor, AB's Bachelor Headline, Headline of the Week. I don't know if you saw this Let one. Let me write room. that down. This is from ESPN.com. Okay. I'm going to go right into it. We've been going for like oh, two hours. I, oh, let's talk about it. Do you know anything about this? Let's talk about it. Do you know anything about this yet? Well, let me start with the the worst one then. I just found this interesting. Nothing to talk about here. Bachelor premieres up 20% viewership from last season's premiere. I found that interesting. I think a lot of people actually, you know how we said like no one's going to turn it off if Colton, I think people actually did turn it off and not watch because they're back now. We're up 20% viewership. Oh, so the implication that it, are you saying it dipped last season it or does it just keep going up? No, it oh, dipped. okay. It dipped last okay. season. It's up 20 per 20. That's a big number, Rim, to be up. I'm stunned by that. Not yeah, I joking. That, I found that, that yeah. incredibly surprising. I think it, I think it more so is about uh, people turning out on Colton, tuning out. So next one, the one I referenced, ESPN.com, 
ex-Bachelor contestants one million uh, daily fantasy side win uh, as being probed. This is Jade and Tanner. Mm-hmm. Basically, let me break it down for you, Rem. Jade and Tanner, I think it paid as a sponsor of DraftKings or one of those sites. I think it's DraftKings. Either that or Bachelor Nation alums are strangely into daily I, fantasy no, sports. I've seen <laughs> other like podcasts and stuff have deals and they'll set up, you know, groups within DraftKings where their listeners can join or whatever. It's 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 a sponsored thing, so I assume that that's yeah. what this is. Uh anyways, they join it's a daily fantasy sport where you pick a, a lineup of, of people and whoever does the best wins a certain amount of money. Well, Jane Tanner, what they did, they signed up Allegedly. for a million dollars. It's not alleged. It's facts. I know it's facts, <laughs> but I'm covering her. Yeah, <laughs> cover our bases here. Jane Tanner joined a contest where the winnings was a million dollars and Jade won. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everyone was congr- congratulating him. I think it was on Sunday night. Turns out they might have cheated. It's against the rules to team up in these things, to team up. And what they did is they you're allowed a certain number of entries. So Jade and Tanner both did 150 entries into yep. this million dollar contest and made it so they had none of the, the same uh lineups i think the key was yeah none of the same lineups and they had a zero quarterback none of them overlap. The same. yeah there was none o- they basically made it so they had 300 yeah, entries yeah. is is unique completely unique 300 entries, unique yeah. entries and jade ended up winning this is against the rules so i assume it's going to be i'm i'm guessing it's going to turn into a legal battle here yeah. i don't know how they take the money away and prove that they were teaming up but that's what they did it's it's a whole mess. And it, I I found it incredibly funny when I saw that she won this. Yeah. I have a feeling DraftKings, just like casinos, have a whole lot of leverage when it comes to paying. Like, that's money's going to be tough for them to get. They will be able to get, DraftKings will be able to get out of paying them that million dollars. I have a feeling. I think so. Okay. I mean, from what I've read, I don't know much about Daily Fantasy. It seems like a scam to me. <laughs> <laughs> but the. People who know about it say, like... People are doing what these two do all the time, is what I've gathered. They they do it, but they make it believable. They overlap some lineups, so it's not so obvious. Basically, they said Jade and Tana were, like, the only people whose lineups didn't know... I might be talking to my ass here, but their lineups had zero overlap, and that was, like, a dead giveaway that they were... Well, I don't colluding. They also use their real names. Like you don't even need to like you can make unique usernames. Yeah. They as sponsors, I assume is why they had their names on there and their pictures and their famous bachelor people. So it was it was looked into way more than I'm sure. Like these million dollar giveaways and contests happen every single week. This is a million dollar daily fantasy thing that happens every single week they happen to win this one and it's being contested i don't know we'll see it's an interesting we'll see. story everything we just said is unproven and alleged do not sue us <laughs> i don't want the dfs boys coming after us but we will sponsor dfs to see how it plays out. i don't think we will i i do not uh, maybe we'll see what the check says but we'll see anyway hey thanks for listening thanks for listening Thank you. Ended on a good note. And um, thus ends our longest podcast 
probably for the season and for the rest of our lives. We will talk to you next week. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.